0: Quick call, I'm home.
1: Man, check the call ID and see who this is. Man, man that, that's the rich girls, Uh-oh, man. The girls. Yeah, yeah. Right. Second, second chance, time. second chance. Now give me the phone right. and let me show you how All to. Right, deep voice, deep voice, deep okay. voice. What up? What up? Hey, how's it going, everyone?
0: Good?
1: Yeah, good. All right. You're, you're the only one here. So exactly. Might as well. Hey, welcome to another episode of Second Viewing. So this is a show where each week we go back and we visit a movie that one of us has seen and the other one hasn't. Yeah. And we argue about it, we uh, talk about it, and we decide if this movie is worth a second viewing or not. Welcome back. Uh, uh, my name is Gully, and I am joined as always with my lovely co-host, Kat. Hi. Hi, Cat. Now this is interesting because the past few weeks we've been doing action adventure films, yes. which I have nominated for us to, yeah. to talk about.
0: Which you've seen more
1: of? Of course, yeah. right. And the, if and I've seen a lot of movies, but if there's one genre that I lack in would be the romantic comedy mm. genre. Then, Here is Cat to the rescue.
0: Well, that's a genre I'm very knowledgeable in. <laughs> <laughs> Being a woman. And having grown up, I think, in the peak time of romantic comedies. You know, late 90s, early 2000s.
1: Oh, now you're aging yourself.
0: Yeah. But well, go
1: on. So what is the movie that uh, you got us watching today?
0: This week, we watched Never Been Kissed.
1: Never Been Kissed. Drew Barrymore, uh,
0: 1998? 1999. 99. you're yeah. right. Yeah,
1: 1999 movie. I mean, uh, in, a, in a year that produced The Matrix Fight Club, American Beauty. Here we have this masterful Never Been Kissed. Yeah. Directed by Raja Gosnell, who is uh, well-known for, for other things like Home Alone 3, oh, yeah. Scooby-Doo 1 and 2. You
0: know what? Um,
1: Scooby-Doo one Big, Camp oh. <laughs> Big Mama House. Yeah, he directed that You're as right. well.
0: So that's what we did this week.
1: So tell me, what, what does this movie mean to you? Why did you nominate
0: it? I nominated it because, again, like most of the movies I've seen in my past, since we do go back and rewatch movies we haven't seen in a long time. Most of the ones I've seen are romantic comedies. That's just what I kind of grew up around. And they're, I think, very enjoyable to watch, kind of, you know, in a laid-back environment. You don't have to invest in an action-adventure or, you know, horror or just outright raunchy comedy, just kind of nicely in the middle. (laughs) Okay, yeah.
1: I I see you. But I mean, just in... In the great list of romantic comedies that, that right. you've enjoyed. Okay, yeah. This is the one that you, that you picked and nominated. So, yes. Yeah.
0: I chose this one, firstly, because it was on Netflix. Okay.
1: <laughs> Very
0: convenient. <laughs> yes. And second of all, it's just the typical, the typical I guess, makeover story. Yeah. Where you have a person who is not happy in their life. Goes through reformation of some sort. Whether it be school or work. Like in this movie, for instance. And kind of... Create a life that they would rather have. They kind of start a new book from the beginning, if you will. And those resonate with me, which yeah, is hard.
1: We, yeah, we all want a reset button. <laughs> exactly. To start a certain time, you know, maybe go back to when we were 15 or 14. Yeah, and I think... Redo things, get a get a second chance.
0: Exactly, or, and I think I, a key part in these movies especially is nostalgia. Yeah. That's something that I relate with a lot. Of course. Relate to a lot. <laughs>
1: which, you know, in going full meta with it i guess it's a very nostalgic feat that that we encounter every week when we visit
0: yeah, that's true. and
1: revisit these yeah. movies because they're yeah they're usually at, at one point or another they meant a great deal to to one of us yeah and now we open that door up and and see if the other person um feels the same way
0: but i also think that this movie itself it, the plot of it is about nostalgia that's what oh, yeah, the plot yeah, awkward, is about, yeah. you know That's, what I mean? So I think just that idea itself, mixed with our my own nostalgia of watching it, yeah, as a preteen or no, probably before that. Wow, before um, preteen was pre preteen.
1: Okay, uh, <laughs> I what, don't know,
0: like seven. No, you watched eight. this
1: when you were seven.
0: Well, it came out when I was eight,
1: and so you watched it of, then.
0: Well, probably a little bit older than that, so.
1: Okay. Did you um, did you get like some of the the sexual jokes? I or... did
0: not get the overabundant pedophilia that was happening in the oh, movie. Oh, there's
1: there's so much pedophilia that in this movie. That was not weird to me. This is so fucking creepy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of. That of, did yeah. not
0: occur to me at all as a kid. Oh, because goodness. Why would it? Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Which is so fucking weird. Because I guess for us watching this in like you know our mid to late twenties now, we're we're seeing these people that are supposed to be our
0: age. Yeah, active. exactly. She's exactly my age in this movie. Yeah, she's twenty four years old.
1: Yeah, and and the teacher,
0: Mr. Coulson, Mr. Coulson. Yeah, yeah.
1: I suppose he would be you know in his late twenties as yeah. well. Yeah, so he's like We'd around assume. my late 20s, age. Yeah. thirty
0: maybe. So
1: yeah look at you like this is fucking creepy to the yeah. core. And
0: what we're talking about is that Drew Barrymore, Josie Grossi, goes back to high school as a 24-year-old woman, yep, right? Tries to relive this past that she didn't really get to experience fully and kind of rekindle a lost love with a, a essentially a high school student. She doesn't set out to do that, but it kind of forms. But then you have the side story of her and the teacher. Now, she and the teacher are similar in similar age groups, but the teacher thinks she's 17. Yes. So that's where the issue lies.
1: See, this whole universe they've created is fucking creepy because something like that just flies because everyone's doing it. Like, there's a big fucking theme of voyeurism in the whole movie. You're right. For one... There's a black guy with a surveillance van parked outside of a high school with like monitors and shit in it. George? And like, and nobody says a thing. No, because George yeah. is cool. They're not no, bad. he's not. Cause he he uh, the first instance where Josie walks in with the camera on uh, the lapel, yeah. she she's walking behind these three girls, and he's like, mm, "Yeah," he's like checking out their asses and shit. Yeah,
0: which is what everyone does in the movie. Yeah,
1: fucking creepy as Her hell. Her brother,
0: um, what's his name?
1: Rob. Rob does it as yeah. well, Mister Rob. Right, Mister Rob. Mr. And he's Rob. fine with
0: it. He doesn't question it.
1: Yeah, he's like. You know, she's, um, she's sixteen and a gymnast. Yeah, yeah. She's sixteen and a gymnast. Like she, he says yeah, it like he's bragging. Thing. Yeah. yeah, he's exactly. bragging about yeah. it. And even beforehand, like she, she shows him pictures of the people that she's going to high school with in the newspaper article. Shows who? Oh, shows Rob. Rob. Yeah. yeah, and he's like. These are some underage hotties. He
0: acknowledges that they're underage.
1: (laughs) I think TJ Miller has a bit about this. Where he he goes, it's fine to say, oh, what lovely young girls, right? But you can't say young twice. You can't be like, some lovely young, young young (laughs) (laughs) girls. You can't
0: do that. And you definitely cannot say underage. Yeah, exactly. In a good... It's not a a fly.
1: It can't be like a sexy thing. I think
0: that it relates to the... The theme of stunted maturity that's prevalent in this movie. Yep. So Josie never really got to experience a proper high school, ex- like high school experience. Like she didn't have a good prom, as we see. Yep. Yeah. She never had sex. She's 24, and we she hasn't been kissed at that point. So she has this like low level of knowledge about pretty much anything involving our age group, right? She doesn't know about sex. She doesn't know about kissing. She doesn't know about pretty much like. Falling in love, she's yeah. never experienced it, right? That's what she's waiting to do, and in order to do that, she has to go back to high school. Yeah. It's almost like being in a therapist's office and having to like relive all those like terrifying moments in order to progress in your life.
1: Right. Yeah, and he, I guess in in a certain ways, the similar situation with Rob. Oh, he, it's exactly the same yeah, thing. He, yeah lost his scholarship or whatever it was he got pneumonia or mono, mono. mono yeah. of
0: course because everyone was mono. getting mono <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah and and he wasn't able to live out his, his dreams of being a, a star athlete
0: yeah, basically and, there, yeah
1: and he's the same way yeah he goes back he's like hey, I'm fucking cool again gonna yeah.
0: first of all have sex with a gymnast he wasn't Told to do this. Josie, it's part of her job to go back to high school and relive this. He just decided one day to manufacture (laughs) a fake ID in his Tiki post, Tiki hut, whatever he works in, and just show up at school. No screening done on him. They have security guards in the front scanning them for nail filers. But this 23-year-old man just walks in in and And, claims he's 16. You'd have to be 16. You're younger than her.
1: They make no effort either to make themselves look younger or No,
0: I think Drew More though, like she just looks young. I think she has that look to her already. Yeah.
1: I, I mean in so. terms of in terms of his clothing too. Like he just shows up like okay, wearing we'll, the same we'll clothing. The clothes. Yeah, we'll oh yeah, is, It's a big part of it. But you're right, they, they make absolutely no effort in well yeah. in their backs like they don't use pseudonyms. They're still Rob and Josie. Yeah.
0: What's What's funny to me as well is that they do try to okay. So she has the whole montage where she's changing her look to go back to high school. You know, just look good or look whatever, not look like her. You know she what I mean? That was in the beginning.
1: Mug shots with her hair. Yeah, yeah the okay. different
0: hairstyles. So they change her, and she looks like ten years older than yeah. what she started off looking. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you get a glimpse of her in the car with the feather boa. Yeah. And like uh, the crazy like bouffant blonde hair, and she comes out and her. Like, sure, she's just gray. Like, her skin, I don't know what they did to her to make her look that way. And I don't know, I don't know why they did that. Yeah. To be honest, I guess it's just to show that, like, I I don't know. I don't know why they did it to make her look this way. I guess her just trying out the new styles and stuff, I guess.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. She she does that. Well, I guess it goes back to your point of saying of of her stunted um, growth. Yeah. Maybe she just doesn't know, like, because even at her job, like, She's not dressed like a normal human being. Like she, yeah. she she's, she's already well, she's, she's yeah. already dressed way too old for her mm-hmm. age even at her job, right? Like she's a twenty five year old, meanwhile she's 24. dressed like a so well, she's you're right, she's twenty five, yeah. yeah twenty five, yeah, right, but you're she's right. dressed like a forty year old woman, like her hair is really shitty and stuff like that. Yeah. So her idea of what's supposed to be age appropriate yeah. I guess is a little uh, misaligned yeah. yeah, skewed.
0: There's one thing I wanted to discuss and I picked this up I'm watching it the second time we watched it. Because, we yes, we did watch this twice.
1: We did watch it twice because... Uh, Somebody
0: had to work out during I the was, first viewing of this. I the was first doing squats
1: the whole fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. And then we didn't take notes. And we went to record the podcast and we realized that... Oh, we don't we have just, notes. Yeah, we don't have any notes. Yeah. We have no idea what we're going to talk about.
0: So, two things. Okay, so there's two things I could talk First of all, it's this, um, this disconnect we see between... We see between Josie and the people at her work, and then also the people at her school, both in the past and the present. Like, she just can't seem to fit in anywhere. She can't seem to find where she belongs. And she kind of seems like an outsider. Then we have to match that to the disconnect that we see Mr. Coulson experiencing. He doesn't seem to have a good relationship with his girlfriend, right? So he kind of feels like an outsider there. And he's also, I think, the only maybe the second teacher we see in this whole movie. Right. It's him and then that Spanish teacher who we barely see. But he's pretty much the only, like, authority figure in this movie other than Gus, but in the school. Yeah. Like, he's the only one that we see. And I think that Josie and him are almost connected because of this disconnect that they're experiencing. And it's almost like he, in a way, is trying to relive this high school past. Like, he even brings up that story about his teacher... Or his um, dad buying him the helmet. The Gordy Howe helmet. helmet yeah, yeah. And it kind of shows his nostalgia that he feels from the past. So it's almost like he's trying to experience something that he didn't really get. Yeah. Or isn't it getting now? As he's yeah. in his 30s maybe?
1: I think that that's a very good point, And he explicitly acknowledges that. let Yeah. When he goes... Uh, where they're talking about As You Like It. And they're about all the world's of stage. And he goes, when you're in disguise... Yeah. You're free to be who you want to be. Meanwhile, Josie's in disguise and she's trying to gain back her youth, and he's a sexual predator <laughs> in disguise as a high school teacher. No. That's where they no, really think, connect. No, i I. They, they see it as just. And no, he I doesn't know he, why he's attracted. I, I think, guess he thinks because she's 17. Listen. This well, is what I think. Okay. Can I just.
0: B- before you continue that, I'm gonna i am got an I think he is a high school student in the disguise of a 30 year old teacher. That's how I view it. Well, I think in his head he's this young, cool guy, and then he looks back. He's like, no, I'm 29. I'm right. into this 17-year-old. Yeah, so it was like brackets not actually 17, but yeah.
1: So let okay. I just want to go through all the creepy shit okay. this guy does. Okay, go for it. Okay, this
0: is segment.
1: Right. So when they. First meet the first things they ever talk about is like this little flirtatious thing where he's like, "Oh, you can call me Sam," the you know the school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Makes me call, <laughs> and she's like, hey, "You can call me Josie. I don't mind if anyone calls me Josie." I don't think
0: the school would mind. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Right. So that whole thing. All right, that's just a little a little banter, yeah. A little repartee. Yeah. repartee I'm if so you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But after that, they start reading Shakespeare, and he's like, "Does anyone know what pastoral
0: is?" Yeah.
1: And Cast, she <laughs> That's yeah. what you
0: do to milk, right?
1: Yeah. And she answers it, and his response to it is, hey, are you sure you're 17? That's not
0: how he <laughs> says it though. I know,
1: but like that's how it comes He's across. He's just a little
0: confused but, because everyone else in that class is a complete idiot. Yeah, but when like, they all look like they're 35 years old.
1: Yeah, but like what kind of weird
0: ass yeah. fucking
1: question is that? Yeah, like, I guess that is. Are you really sure you're 17?
0: It's like, yes, I am. I'm 17.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's always obviously that scene. When they're riding in the Ferris wheel. Creepy as fuck. Yeah. Where he's like, like, well, I'll tell you what. Guys are going to be lying around the corner okay, when you're He didn't say like age. that. You, yeah.
0: you give it a weird voice. Like he said it very sweetly. And you're kind of like, okay, I get it. Either way,
1: where she's like, you're only saying that because you're my teacher. And he acknowledges he's it. Like, he's like, it. like, I shouldn't say that because I'm Stop saying it like that, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it like that. That makes it creepy. That's, the tone makes it creepy. You're hearing that because you're a pedophile. How heard, no, listen.
1: That's... <laughs> Only an allegation, all right? <laughs> okay, no. Let me. I'm building a very okay, strong case Go against on. this guy right now. It's just that, the,
0: the voice you're using.
1: With that scene where he goes, "Hey, I took the liberty to uh, enroll you in the admissions for uh, one of the schools, oh, yeah. Dartmouth or something." Yeah. They're like sitting in a garden, like outside, like they're sitting in the quad, uh. just the two of them, just talking. Like well,
0: that's not that weird. I don't think.
1: And then at the prom, he asked her to yeah, dance. That's
0: fucking weird. That's,
1: and they're, ho- weird. they're like holding her hand. That's inappropriate. Hand. Like, that's there's no way. so fucking offside like he, already. I, that makes
0: me think that he volunteered to be a chaperone there because of her.
1: Oh, for sure. And he yeah. like, when she wins like prom queen, but, uh, he gets like jealous.
0: Oh, a guy? Yeah. He's like looking in a shade, like runs yeah. off the stage and stuff. Like, what the fuck? Also, I want to point out though that he's wearing um, a tuxedo and he calls it a penguin suit. Kind yeah. of referring back to the penguin thing. Oh, yeah, that she says. Trying, yeah,
1: yeah. He's trying to like bring it back.
0: Oh, that's yeah. how you viewed it? I just viewed yeah. it, like it's a cute coincidence. Yeah. Or like, you oh, just viewed no. it like, oh, fuck, yeah, no, I'm going to dress like predator. a penguin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this
0: is such a dark turn.
1: <laughs> and then after she reveals the whole thing about her being like 25 year old, he goes up to her and he's like, I don't think I can look at you the same way. Yeah, because now you know she's not fucking 17. I cannot believe that this man has the fucking audacity to show up at the end of the movie to kiss her.
0: What do you mean? He has to. That's how the movie has to end.
1: He should have been three fucking states away already. Oh, yeah. Because the people... After that exposure. yeah, Yeah, they did an expose on how this guy was...
0: Using that spy camera that George gave her in the beginning.
1: Exactly. (laughs)
0: <laughs> You're just saying that, uh, all
1: right, so that was that was a whole lot of creepy talk. All right, so let's uh, let's take a quick break. Let's cool down. Let's everyone's tempers settle <laughs> settle in, and uh, we'll be right back with more from second viewing. All right, well, we are back. <laughs> Thanks for joining us again. All right, Kat, there was something that you wanted to bring up.
0: Yeah, there's another um, theme. Yeah, a theme I noticed in the movie. And that is the complete lack of parents in it for a high school-centered movie. You never see Josie's parents, Josie yeah. and Rob's parents. You never see them. And you, the only time you do see Josie's mom is after she's been Josie's been um, tricked and hit uh, had the egg thrown at her with at, before oh, prom right yeah she runs yeah. out where billy she... pretends oh, she... to invite her to prom and yeah. he comes in his limo and starts throwing eggs at her right right she comes out like for like a glimpse she's like jealousy like that's all you see of her right
1: yeah
0: and just it doesn't stay for her to be consoled by her mom or anything right so i view, viewed it as i view this movie and the characters as gus being her Father, like a father figure, that kind of pushes her out of her comfort zone.
1: Gus is John C. Riley, correct? Yes, okay. and he plays
0: her editor at the mag, me- yes. or newspaper, she's working at, and he kind of pushes out of her comfort zone. she's like, "You have to go with the popular girls. You have to meet them," which is something she could never do as her high school student, right? So he's yeah. like this new, this new father that's kind of helping her progress in this journey she wants to be on. So he's forcing her to get out of her comfort zone, go, be with these popular girls, which is what she's always wanted, right? And eventually leads to her like dating guy who's like the popular guy at that school sure whatever yeah. yeah and then you see anita as like the mother figure that she never had this like supportive mother when anita comes to do the sex ed talk you see her like um she she's teaching this class a sex ed class she's not a sex ed teacher but she shows up to teach it and it kind of sh- it counteracts this like non-sexual talk josie's ever gotten in her life clearly like her mom's definitely not giving her a sex talk, which right. was in high school. Yes. But Anita is kind of there to fulfill that role. And that's how I view the two characters. As awesome. like the mother and father that Josie's has like never had, I guess.
1: That's very yeah. nice. I feel like the movie was building towards something with those two side characters. There is this one scene that it seemed completely unnecessary where Molly Shannon's character goes to John C. Riley, says, um, oh, you should come and hang out with me. And then he goes, oh, so no, this guy from uh, Op-Ed. And she's like, no. And they kind of do something, mm-hmm. and then they leave it. They don't. Yeah. They don't touch they're it flirting. ever again. Yeah, no, they're No, they kiss at the end. And then right at the end, they yeah. pick yeah. it right back up. No, they've they been kiss. flirting yeah. throughout the whole movie. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I, always felt like they were gonna kind of pull away and do something with that plot line, but they never really acknowledge it. What do you mean? It.
0: That's what I'm saying. They're the, they're the parental figures. Like yeah. That's why they're together. That's why they have this like sexual attraction or whatever.
1: And I guess. That- but then
0: they kind of band together to help Josie yeah. through her journey
1: that kind of you know justifies or qualifies the the voyeuristic aspects of the whole office people watching them at all times I guess they're kind of watching to make sure that they're okay and watching yeah. for, the, for their own good yeah and at the end when she wins the prom queen they're all cheering yeah, her, yeah. we knew you could do it Josie I also think it's of. like that's, that wasn't her fucking job yeah like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was what she was sent to do
1: yeah TV. She wasn't sent there to become prom queen, but...
0: I also think Anita was kind of living vicariously through Josie. Because at one point before she she goes on to to do this um, undercover piece, she's like, you get to be 17 again. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And you kind of tell that Anita's that kind of... Like, Anita would love to go back to high school. Like, oh, she yeah, obviously for sure. had a lot of fun. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's kind of that, that idea of, like, a parent living through their child. Anita kind of portrays that. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: Okay, since uh, since you did nominate this movie, mm-hmm. and seems like you've seen it more than I have, yeah. and you seem to have a better understanding of the universe that is being sure. presented to us here, I did write down certain questions that mm-hmm. I would like answered. Okay, right? <laughs> I will try.
0: <clears throat> okay.
1: So the very first one was inspired by the one of the beginning scenes where you see Drew Barrymore in an Argyle dress. At her home She's wearing like a
0: No it's a sweater Oh yeah it's a sweater yeah, dress Sweater dress
1: yeah. And and it really is It's a big theme Throughout the whole movie That I noticed And it was a, and it was a big question That was risen Where is the butt? Oh. <laughs> Where is the butt? <laughs>
0: okay I can answer this right now do I think we discussed this as all. Well.
1: Where is the butt? Guys?
0: Okay it's not there And I'll tell Where, you why. why Where did <laughs> it go? Because in this time period Late 90s early 2000s Women were encouraged to not have butts. You know, we've progressed a lot since that time. But women, if you can't, you couldn't eat food because it would go to your butt, and no one wants food to go to your butt. I, you mean, I mean,
1: Jessica Alba was in this movie, mm-hmm. and I was still like, Where is the butt?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. You couldn't, you had to be just a long, like, silken stick figure. You know, okay. like uh, Lily Sobieski. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Just long, lean.
1: Okay, so yeah. second question. Like a- <laughs> When she first walks into the Spanish class and she's late and she gets the sombrero. Yes. And then after her, Guy walks in I why heard. didn't Guy get the sombrero? Because he's too cool
0: for the sombrero. <laughs> obviously. And he's <laughs> uh,
1: the other question is when her and Rob are first talking at the uh, Tiki, Tiki post Tiki post, she mentions applying for a community college and getting the baseball scholarship. I was wondering what kind of community college gives out baseball scholarships? <laughs> she did not say that. <laughs> she she didn't. One hundred. I don't it. even
0: remember that. Yes. Baseball scholarship to where exactly?
1: Uh, to a community college. Oh, okay. He's uh, applying for. Yeah, it's uh, this just one of those community colleges apparently that draws in a big crowd for their baseball games. <laughs> right. So they can afford to give out scholarships. For for the,
0: to go to that community college. To go to that oh, okay, community college. Okay. 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 Yes. Makes sense.
1: So I don't. I can't believe you missed out on that opportunity. Yeah. It's, weird. It's kind of sad. Yeah.
0: Okay. You had one more question.
1: Oh yeah, one one last sure. question. So we're assuming that the newspaper that she works for, the Chicago Tribune, that's like a legitimate publication. That's like an actual newspaper, yeah. you know, rivaling the Star and the Sun and whatnot, whatever your major newspaper is in your city, and they're they're doing this undercover s- story on the high school so no one actually knows the stories being made so meanwhile there's another publication running stories on where the high school kids hang out like the court
0: she wrote that was their publication that
1: wrote no it, it was a different newspaper that's why gus was so oh, mad you're right
0: you're so, like you have to hang out with these people yeah i can't believe
1: they're getting the scoop on this who the fuck is publishing news articles? there's about, another yeah. rat in there I, there's I, someone
0: else that's not a teenager in that school maybe
1: maybe it was guy
0: Oh, that would make so much sense. Or James Frankel. Mm-hmm. James Frankel's in this movie, guys. Yeah, oh yeah, James Frankel so is 100% movie. in this movie. He's and in he this is movie. Rufus. he Rufus. Rufalicious.
1: Yeah, what he is a stick Ruf- of gum.
0: I have a question for you. Talk to me. Because you were very concerned about Mr. Coulson not being arrested for the shit he's been up to. Yes. How come Rob, at the end of the movie, is there... He should have been the first to go. Yeah. <laughs> he pretended to be, like, not even for an like a newspaper. He didn't have the like yeah. the, the reason to be there. He just showed up. Like, he, without his sister being there, he's a maniac that just went to the school, <laughs> went to the school. signed up, started dating a 16-year-old girl, yes. and everyone knew it. Everyone was aware of this because they all liked Rob. And they knew she was 16, a gymnast, wore bikini tops to school all day.
1: And he was—he showed up to their prom <gasps> without pants.
0: Yes, and I knew in that last scene <laughs> when he was outed, he was probably like, "Oh my god, I should have I worn pants.
1: pants." This is <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, and yeah, you're right. He's and he gets like a job after that. He becomes the assistant coach to stay at
0: the school with all yeah. these teenagers around. That exactly. he's gonna inevitably date. I'm assuming. Yeah, he's gonna still date that 16-year-old girl.
1: No, he fought off the you Remember? Yeah, but, but, now, but now he's but like only because she was drunk. I think.
0: I think so too. Yeah,
1: she was a little sloppy. Yeah.
0: And also because he, like, she didn't know him his true self. Now she knows. Like, yeah, he's the yeah. T- assistant coach. So that's yeah, fine. exactly. So I think it's time for us to get into uh, very important parts of this movie. And that is the wardrobe.
1: And hair. And hair. Always I the know hair. You've, been, you've okay. been holding out. I, I see <laughs> it in your face. From the moment started. I cannot we started, handle. From the moment I said, what are... Okay,
0: I'm going to talk about Lily Sobieski's character. Okay. okay. I think they did such a good job making her the nerd in this movie. Like, I once scene, she's wearing... Okay, so her hair is very nice and silken and long, but it's Beautiful. so long that she looks like a sister wife. Yes. And that's great. Love that's that. A good look. She wears the um, chain around her glasses so they don't get lost, like she's an 80-year-old woman. At one point, she has a headband on. Not headband, like those, um, you know, the plastic pieces that keep your hair back. Sure. She's wearing that in front of her ears. Beautiful. That's a piece. that That's a thing that happens. And she's also rolling around a backpack on wheels.
1: <laughs> I did not notice I that. I picked that up Wow! A amazing. Sap. That was like eighty percent of your notes, what? Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Scratching it all up. Yeah. The just the look that they give Josie as being this like seventeen year old girl in nineteen ninety nine is the craziest thing I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Her she hair is out insane. of
0: control. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile there are some characters that look like they're just People that live now. Like Like who? I don't know. The way some some of them dress. You were like, yeah, you can get away with that now.
0: Oh, like um, John C. Riley's vest sweater? Sweater cardigan? Was it vest cardigan?
1: Vest sweater Sweater cardigan? cardigan? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think Molly Shannon.
0: You really?
1: She wore a lot of like floral stuff that's like totally in Maybe. She wore a lot
0: of like mini skirts. I don't think people wear mini skirts like that as often anymore.
1: Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) How did you feel... Is all you had to say about hair and and clothing?
0: No, no, I'm still going. Jessica Alba comes to school, high school, seventeen-year-old girl, in a crochet bikini top. Yeah. To, like she goes to class, she learns her lessons. Of course. Wears yeah. a sombrero hat. Sombrero hat if she's late. Yeah. All There's whilst algebra, wearing. Yeah. All whilst wearing a tie back, crochet bikini top.
1: That's. I don't see anything wrong with that. To be honest with you, I know you might because you're not that progressive <laughs> when it comes to female freedom. I and just. I cannot rights.
0: believe that. I mean, you know what? I can't believe it. If they let Rob sign up without any questions asked, <laughs> yeah. Then I can believe that she's allowed to wear a bikini top around at school. That's, that That's fine. Of. So I have a question for you, and What's I think this should be a feature in every episode we do. Do you think blank is hot? And I'm just putting some names there. And you just tell me okay. what you think. Then.
1: But I. There's a difference between hot and sexy. Okay I'll, okay, I'll ask both. I'll ask both, okay? All right, let's go.
0: Drew Barrymore. Do you think she's hot? No. Do you think she's sexy? She can be. When? In this movie? Yes. When?
1: She's sexy at when? the very last scene. In the dress? No, when she's in the baseball field. Okay. Yeah. Oh, why? I don't know. Why she's... is that the scene? She's they they, it... a confident
0: yeah, woman exactly. at that point.
1: She's fucking Not when she's being it.
0: crunched on yeah. by a guy?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no one looks good when they're being crunched on by guys. <laughs> Trust me.
0: Okay, uh, I mean, needless to say, Jessica Alba? Yeah, she's not very. She doesn't appear in too
1: many scenes, and she's not but the she's focus there. of it. But yeah, but she's there. Oh, of course. Yeah. She's hot and very sexy, yeah. yeah.
0: That's, that's it. Molly Shannon?
1: No. She's, she's, like,
0: pretty young in this movie.
1: I don't think she's hot or sexy. Really? Yeah. I think John C. Riley is sexy in this movie.
0: I can see that. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, I can he's see got that. this. <laughs>
1: Air of confidence and then yeah, he's he comes yeah. off as very sexy. Um,
0: Mr. Coulson's girlfriend.
1: No, she's a bitch. She's hot. She's hot, but she's not wow. sexy. She's hot, but she's not sexy. <laughs> okay, so uh, now that that's done, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back with more on second viewings. All right, and we are back. Uh, we're still talking about never been kissed, and it seems like we're s- about to wrap things up yeah. here. Now, before we we get to the final conclusion of it, I actually have a, a crazy theory. <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> about this movie. So there's this big theme. Um, I'm so excited right now. I can. <laughs> there's this big theme regarding masks and disguises and whatnot, right? And it all comes in the form of. Uh, reference to a Shakespearean play called As You Like It. Now if you're unfamiliar with As You Like It I won't go too far into the details but the story goes that um, there are these two noble characters one of them is called Orlando the other one is called Rosalind and they, uh, they they're in a forest because they've both been banished from court and Orlando is in love with Rosalind but Rosalind is running away from court so Rosalind has disguised herself as a man called Ganymede. And what she does is she talks to Orlando and Orlando professes his love for Rosalind. So Ganymede, which is Rosalind in disguise, says, oh, you can practice all your love on me. And then that way when you actually talk to Rosalind, it'll be a really smooth transition. So she, this is a woman dressed as a man.
0: Yeah. This is a woman dressed as a man professing love to a woman...
1: To another man. To another man, yeah. Yes. Uh, what? So there's Yeah, there's a whole lot of very uh, ambiguous gender relations going on in this play, which is yeah. far too progressive for his, for his time. Now, in this movie, there's a big focus on Josie being the one in disguise. Yes. But I think the person in real disguise <laughs> is Guy. First of all... <laughs> First of all, the name guy, <laughs> <laughs> right? Already the biggest disguise. That, that I could I'm a possibly, guy. Yeah, possibly. Hey, guy. hey, what's your name, guy? guy. Yeah. It's exactly. just guy. Okay. So here's the thing. Guy is gay. <laughs> he's a he's a gay I mean, he's a homosexual man.
0: I would I wouldn't contest.
1: I think but it's very clear. So at from the from the very first scene that he appeared until the very end, I wrote down a very detailed description of his outfits of what he wore in this movie number one guy seen wearing button down white shirt with top three buttons open several necklaces number two leather button down shirt with low neck with wild patterns number three super tight dress shirt
0: Always a button-down shirt.
1: Yeah, super tight. It was like a blue... He's a good body. Yeah. He's a
0: good body. But
1: he doesn't. (laughs) He's extremely... No, he's a nice
0: thin... Like a good body
1: for like the 90s, you know? Four. Low-cut black tee with floral design and a big belt.
0: I don't remember this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Number five. Henley string shirts with the strings taken out.
0: What? Yeah,
1: when they're putting on the condoms.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. How, how well did he put his condom on? Did we see that? I don't think we uh, see that
1: part, yeah. And then the very last thing that you kind of see him wear is his prom outfit, which is probably the most sane thing that he wears.
0: You know what? I didn't, even, I didn't even question it when I saw it. I was like, that's fine.
1: <laughs> it's like, that just looks like what he's think wearing, think yeah. He's like, oh it. shit, I forgot my outfit yeah. at home, yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't even think of it as a costume.
1: Yeah. And at the very end, the very end scene where, um, Josie's doing her shtick and there's a voiceover. It shows him coming back into school and he's wearing like a purple (laughs) blouse with like a flared cuffs. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Now, if you want to pay a little more attention to it, the very first scene where where the school is introduced to Rob and he's eating that big thing of coleslaw... He's like totally checking Rob out. If you look closely, he's like looking him up and down and stuff Uh, completely. And this is like this character, this guy character is probably what a lot of women found attractive in the same way they found Ricky Martin attractive back in the 90s.
0: There's many people in in my youth that I look back on, that I had crushes on. And like I've now realized, are definitely gay. One hundred percent, it's just gay. something about yeah. that look when you're younger. I think. Yeah.
1: So at, at at the prom when he shows up with Josie, at no point does he express any interest. Yes,
0: but he considers them dating.
1: Exactly. He considers them to
0: be dating. He's like you're the coolest girl I've ever. Did. You rock my world.
1: Yeah, and he has her in the bedroom in her house <gasps> previously, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, I just want to ask you to prom. Cool." And then he just leaves the and room. Like, didn't it's kiss a beard. her. Yeah. Exactly. Drew Barry,
0: where's the beard?
1: And here's the thing. When he first shows up at the prom, they're like, ooh, what kind of outfit is that? They're like, oh, we're Rosalind Orlando. And he's like, hey, I get to have a sword. Yeah. And then when they're dancing, she's like, hey, what are you thinking about? Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm thinking about the yeah. sword.
0: Not her massive kiss in that dress. Like, yeah. no.
1: It's the sword. So that's that's one very, very subversive wow, thing that they hit in the movie. Right. That guy yeah, is I- actually a gay guy. And and Drew Barrymore is his beard, and the the reason why he kept acting out and calling Leela Sobieski <gasps> so that was, a dog does
0: that mean the guy is in disguise?
1: Guy is in disguise. There you go. It's a little reversal from the from the play As You Like It, where also, Rosalind is in disguise to be yeah. a man. This so he's one, just
0: trying to take away from that by creating this word Rufus. Exactly. To be <laughs> That a little extra so uh, that's my theory that's on, a good on theory that. thank you that's a good thank theory
1: every time yeah
0: i'm so happy i waited for to hear that yeah like, i, you did, didn't I, tell I beforehand? did
1: not tell kat at all i said i'm gonna bust it out of mid-podcast <laughs> okay so let's get down to our verdict here second viewing of never been kissed how did it go for you
0: oh you mean the third viewing
1: sure third viewing of never Been <laughs> oh kissed. it was great i
0: would it? yeah i loved it <laughs> i can't get enough of this movie oh.
1: Now, it's, it's so difficult for me to say anything because You've seen it. I did technically see it twice. <laughs> twice okay. in, in, a, in a week. Let's just say it was close.
0: the one time because we, one time. yeah, say the, the, just one time. We was to take notes. Like, that's what the reason was. So we kind of knew already what we were going to write about. We just wanted to get scenes down, right?
1: Yes, exactly. So, what I have to say about this movie is, and the reason why I'm not very fond of the genre, yeah. is is the very structure of the story, right? So okay. which which I kind of dislike. And I know, and I acknowledge the fact that a lot of action movies fall into the same trope. Okay. But the one thing I don't like is this idea of a hero being sprung into action out of nowhere. Who do you- so, so when she's when she's in that boardroom, she's just a copy editor. All of a sudden Gary Marshall's like, "You, you're going to do the exposé. You start on Friday." She
0: looks like a 15-year-old. That's why
1: I don't. I don't think she does I in think that does. environment. I think she like, does. She I think compared to sitting next up. to Anita,
0: I think he's, she looks really young, like just very like young and out of place.
1: But either way, you wouldn't. You would think that the person running the newspaper yeah. knows who his journalists are and things like that, and kind of says you're starting on Friday and just kind of springs her into action. Yeah, right. I
0: think, but he's supposed to be like a kooky character. Like, He fires his cousin or whoever that guy was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's just they. they set him up to be kind of like. Ugh.
1: Yeah, he, he is Gary Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet he wasn't even supposed to be on the movie. No, he just showed he just up with a cane. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other thing I kind of dislike about it is is full of, um, full of stereotypical characters, okay. right? So they, they always do this thing where they divide everything. There's the nerds and this. They portray and kind of enforce all these one-dimensional characters that I feel like... It, Make the movie suffer because at the end of the day they make the movie very one-dimensional right so if there was some acknowledgement of of humanity between amongst the mean girls, maybe that's something like in the movie mean girls even yeah regina she she has her moments of redemption yeah. where you' know you like know she she has insecurities and things like that but yeah. the mean girls are mean girls, the jocks are jocks right. yeah
0: I think I think that was a choice though. I think that's to show that what Josie was always wanting to be a part of is really not that good. Like, it's exactly how you expected it to be, right? Whereas Eldice, who is, like, the nerd in it, is not a typical nerd. Like, she's this, she's this like, very out, like, she's a very cutthroat, strong-minded woman. Like, and she she has that personality that Josie doesn't have. That's why Josie is attracted to her and becomes friends with her because she's so, like, you know, doesn't want to deal with any shit that anyone pulls on her. Whereas the girls that Josie would have wanted to be with in high school, they just—they're just exactly what she expected they were going to be. You right. I mean, yeah. that's why I thought it was more of like a choice that that's why those girls don't have any additional, you know, any personality or whatever. That's a fair yeah.
1: defense, yeah. but at the end of the day, it just, it falls flat for me when when a movie comes across that way. And I would have to say that this was my last viewing of oh. Never Been Kissed.
0: More to come for me. I'm sure. I'm sure. Give it another 10 years. So I'll watch it again. Maybe okay. five. Maybe five. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. And, of,
1: and of course, it does provide some sentimental yeah. value. Exactly. For you. Yeah. I guess we kind of uh, differ on this one. Yeah. Uh, but now it's up to you. Uh, we invite you to go back and watch Never Been Kissed and see if it was worth a second viewing for you or not. Uh, once again, with second viewing, this is Gully Johnson.
0: And this is Kat.
1: Uh, thanks for listening.